all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason, you. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. Good morning. You're listening to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josie Bidwell, Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine and Nurse Practitioner at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Joining me in the studio today is going to be Dr. Carl Mangum. He's a psych mental health nurse practitioner at UMMC as well. And we're going to be talking holiday stress today, what it is and tips to help you uh, cope and deal with that. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear them today. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 And you can send me an email at fit at mpbonline.org. We'll be back after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josie Bidwell, Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at UMMC. And joining me in the booth today is Dr. Carl Mangum. He is also an Associate Professor, but of nursing at UMMC and a psych mental health nurse practitioner. And we are fast approaching uh, Christmas and New Year's, and we're going to talk about holiday stress today because that uh, is a part of the holiday season as well. So if you have uh, questions or comments or you have a great way to deal with your stress this holiday season, we would love to hear that. You can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 You can always send me an email at fit at mpbonline.org. Good morning, Carl. Good morning. Thank you for having me today. Oh, always, always having uh, good to have you on the show. And this morning we had a little excitement because uh, Santa Claus was in the booth before we got in. Uh, he was visiting with uh, Marshall this morning. So we got some selfies with Santa and he sent a special message to my kids and to your grandkids um, uh, as well to, to be good this holiday season. So I'm going to be uh, a very awesome mom tonight. It's going to be <laughs> I'm going to be rocking it out tonight with that instant credibility that I'm going to have there. But, you know, Santa was a good reminder that it is the holiday season. I mean, next Monday is Christmas Eve. And then the following Monday will be New Year's Eve. So the holidays are upon us. And I will admit I am not uh, I'm not done with all the prep and the shopping and everything that has to go down um, before the before the big day. And so I'm a, I'm a little stressed about that, you know. And so holiday stress can really range from this kind of mild mild anxiety I have going on about getting everything done to much more significant 
issues, correct? That's correct. And um, with most people, um, they're going to experience some mild anxiety uh, during this time of season for various reasons for different people, either loss of loved ones or um, becoming an adult and having to do that adulting thing where uh, the roles have switched. And uh, (laughs) and, um, a lot of times people really put uh, too much pressure on themselves to do it perfectly. And it has to be a certain way or it can't be done at all, things like that. But this time of year really does put uh, a lot of people in that um, mild stage of anxiety, which is usually okay. The body responds. Uh, you see better. You hear better. Hopefully you think clearer. You're able to actually move a little faster mm-hmm. um, and get things done. It's the problem when that starts causing issues with other parts of your life, either at work or at school, with uh, your family members, with your friends, um, fall behind on bills, which is not uncommon for this time of year. Mm-hmm. People spend extra money for gifts and presents and travel and things like that. But uh, when you get past, though, to the point where you can't pay bills like your rent or electricity or phone and things like that, that's when we start seeing a, a real issue. Uh, a lot of times you hear about the winter blues or the Christmas blues. I've heard it uh, described several different ways. It's this time of season where a lot of people think back to childhood, uh, fond childhood memories and things like that. And we wish we could go back to that time. And mm-hmm. I, I know there are many instances around Christmas time in my life. I'd love to go back and uh, really over revisit, however you want to look at it. Uh, but we're in the here and now, though, yeah. and we have to think about our role here now, our loved ones here and now and make new memories Mm -hmm. that someday hopefully we'll look back fondly on right so you kind of mentioned a couple of things i want to refocus back in on one is that stress in and of itself is not not bad not necessarily necessarily. right it's how it's uh, back to the old adage is how you handle it and we all have different times of stress just ask any kid getting ready for a test right um and uh i I know that i always talk about no prayer in schools and i've seen that bumper sticker as long as there's tests in schools they'll be praying in schools (laughs) uh so uh, to a certain degree we all have that anxiety i know my students um in nursing school they have that Mm -hmm. anxiety right before any test it doesn't have to necessarily be a big one um but those are normal things and the body reacts to that to help you function better during that time it's the problem again becomes when you can't handle that stress and it goes over the top into uh, major stress or even a panic disorder Mm -hmm. or panic stress uh, where you have trouble functioning and that's when uh, we really get 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 concerned at that point yeah and you know that kind of normal stress it to me, it's just like a, a spur to action. Sure. You know, it, it kind of motivates you to do things, you know, likening back to running away from the bear or the tiger or whatever it was that was going to chase you. That kind of acute stress helps you, just like you said, see better, move faster, hear better, all of those things we needed for survival. Um, and, you know, now a little bit of stress makes us, you know, make a list or, you know, t- get an assignment done on time, that kind of stuff. But, it can turn into just like paralyzing stress where it just seems to, instead of spurring you forward, it just drags you down in, in the mud and you don't, know how to how to start you know stress and anxiety are two terms that we use Uh, some people use them interchangeably Mm -hmm. Um, they're actually two different things but they're so interdependent Mm -hmm. on each other uh, that we see it in many people so that's why when we talk about it we usually talk about stress or slash anxiety Mm -hmm. and with the anxiety it can become very paralyzing with the stress and uh, that's one thing that that we encourage people if you feel yourself being overwhelmed um 
take a time out. Let's stop. Let's think about what's going on, what's really important. Uh, I am a list person. I love lists. Mm-hmm. I like to check uh, but, stuff off uh, the list. The only problem with people with uh, really true uh, anxiety issues, we make 50 lists and mm-hmm. might get one of them done. Right. Uh, so we really have to go through and make that one list of, of I need to do X and put a time by it. Yeah, and the time we like helps. to teach the, the smart, uh, specific um Measurable, measurable, achievable, uh, achievable and a time. Right. You got to set that time, and that's where a lot of people forget is they don't set that time. I need to have it done by this this date or this mm-hmm. time. So we do encourage the list. That's a very good thing, especially this time of year. Uh, goodness, uh, Lord knows, I forget a lot of stuff, and I'm uh, the older I get, the more dependent on list I, I think mm-hmm. I'm becoming. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to have those lists of Hey, I need to have the cookies made by this Wednesday, right. or we've got this school project. Uh, for the kids and we've got to have um, you know PJs for them to wear to class that day or whatever the case may be and set that list up for you and your spouse significant other uh, family that you live and work with and say hey you know I've got to have this by this date can you do this thing you know Mm -hmm. a little delegation goes a long ways and most people that really know you as friends and family want to help you through through that so don't be afraid to ask for help and if somebody turns you down that's okay ask someone else ask somebody else it will be okay you know yeah and you know take help from the store as well you know we just did a class uh, last week on cooking up a stress-free holiday because you know food is pretty central to you know the holiday celebration especially here in the south (laughs) yes especially right here we like our food and you know we we tend to over make things you know we make every side dish that we think somebody might want yeah when you you show up with three types of gravy that's a little overkill i think two would be fine that'd be fine (laughs) you know and you know so that that goes into some planning so who's going to make what and then you know think about things like a fruit tray and a veggie tray right those are usually at most parties holiday parties and you know when we talk about making food you know yourself the reason we encourage you to do that is because you then control the amount of fat the amount of salt and the amount of sugar that you put in that but with a veggie tray or a fruit tray it doesn't change anything nutritionally to have that already prepared for you Um, so all you're doing is saving yourself some time and a whole lot of mess because washing and drying and cutting all those veggies and fruits it's a big old big old ordeal in there so right. you know and use the store when you can that planning ahead really makes uh, a big a big things in people with high anxiety levels daily that's one of the things we we try to get them to see is that you need to plan your life mm-hmm. out um uh, the, a lot of um information that you see out on the the web we'll talk about sunday afternoons uh, make time to plan mm-hmm. for the week uh I know people that plan out their wardrobe through uh, through Friday, mm-hmm. what they're going to wear to work. Um, they'll even set out their undergarments or shoes or socks or whatever the case may be. Go ahead and plan those meals up. I know many families that go through. And even if you're a single person, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You can still plan meals, whether you're eating out or whether you're preparing them, mm-hmm. uh, whether with family or friends or by yourself. It really doesn't matter. But you can plan those things out. Um, always be prepared for a little change. Um, <laughs> yeah, because life happens. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Um, and um, I'm kind of going through that right now. Uh, my mother-in-law unexpectedly, unexpectedly passed away.
away this past Saturday mm-hmm. evening. And so uh, my family's whole Christmas thing has been uprooted and mm-hmm. changed and everything that we're doing and having to do, we, you know, we, we wish we weren't having to do it, but uh, you know, it's okay. Um, we'll take one thing at a time. You've always heard the adage, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at, one a, time. Bite at a time. And you have to, you know, drop back to, uh, all right, this is what we need to do. Make a new list and, and, and carry it out. So it's one of those things that um, I know it seems insurmountable at times, but stop, take a deep breath, think about it, uh, pray about it, talk with family and friends, whatever the case may be, and uh, get that additional help that you need. I want people to understand that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. I know many feel people that way. feel that mm-hmm. way. Uh, and and I know many times in my life, there's been times where there's no one else on the planet that's going through exactly what I'm going through right now. And there's no way anyone can understand. But when you think about the reality of it, that's not really true because other people are going through something very similar than what you're going through right now. Um, it, it, of course, I'm never going to say it's identical because it's not. We're all right. different, uh, but something similar. And so um, reach out to others. Uh, there are other people that have been through something maybe similar that you're going to that will be glad to talk with you and help you. Um, and, and I know, like you said, you feel all alone. Um, and it's hard to beat that sometimes because you really do feel that to your core. Uh, but um, I'm asking you to reach out to people and um, um, look for that hand up and not necessarily the mm-hmm. hand out. But if you need a hand out, get that, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we are more interconnected than we've ever been before as uh, far as, you yes. know, social media. But actually, folks report feeling more lonely um, at a greater rate than than ever before because we do spend the majority of our time doing things online and be, you know, kind of disconnected from folks. But there are great things that you can take advantage of online. So, you know, there are support groups for everything. So, you know, when you're feeling isolated or alone, you know, look for those um, online uh, group, you know, group uh, support groups that may be out there. If you don't have any in your area, you can also go online and, and look for support groups in your area. You know, if you've lost a loved one recently, or maybe you lost a job, or you're going through cancer treatment, there's so many different groups out there who want to help support you during this time that it's great to just get out there. There's also the, you know, this time of year, you know, we also see kind of an uptick in depression and suicidality as as well. And that's something that, you know, we definitely want to hit on and reinforce how absolutely important it is to reach out for help. I'm going to give you the um, National Suicide Prevention um, Lifeline. You know, we usually think of it as called the hotline, but it's the lifeline because it really is a line being thrown out to you for you to grab a hold of and get some help. It's 1-800-273-8255, and that is available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It is not going to... um, uh, uh, go go down for the right. holidays. They you know, they they're, they're not holidays. running holiday hours. And, and I'm glad you brought that up. And that's one of the things that I want to make sure listeners hear today is that um, you're not by yourself. I know it seems like you are. If it gets down where you need to call the, the lifeline, please do it. Uh, there are people there that um, are going to be concerned about you and try to help you. And um, I, I know, like we said earlier, that many times we feel all alone. And um, I'm just asking you to reach out for some help. And uh, if you don't get it 
uh, from your direct family and friends, call this number or, um, you know, contact someone in the clergy, pastor, rabbi, someone like that. Or go to your nearest emergency room. Uh, and, and last, last, that's right. That's, thank you for bringing that up. You beat we me share, to it. We're sharing a brain today. Yeah. Uh, you beat me to it. Uh, and if, if it comes where you're feeling that bad and you really think about harming yourself or someone else, uh, go to the nearest emergency room and, and tell them, hey, I'm just being honest. This is how I feel and I need some help. Yep. And uh, please do that. Yep. I'm going to give that number out one more time. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1 800 273 8255. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year if you need help. We are going to go for a quick break. Our number is 1 672 7464. If you want to talk with us today, we're talking holiday stress on Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit. Dr. Josie Bidwell. Joining me in the studio today is Dr. Carl Mangum, and we're talking all about holiday stress, and really even more so than just the stress, but the increase in anxiety and depression um, that happens uh, you know, more at the holidays. But these uh, things that we're talking about, these tips, uh, these recommendations, they work for stress, anxiety, and depression all year long. If you have a question or a comment for us, our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 7464 And my email is fit at org. I love getting those emails and reading those, and I'll be happy to get you whatever information it is you're requesting sent right back out to you. So... Um, before we went on the break, we've been talking about uh, kind of making lists and planning and, and that type of thing to, to deal with, you know, the inevitable stress that increases uh, this time of the year. Um, one thing I want to talk about is, you know, what to do if, if that doesn't work. You know, if you're still feeling stressed or, you know, you've planned, you've made the list, you get to a party um, and something, you know, just kind of s- triggers it and sets you off and, you know, you start to feel your stress or your anxiety increasing. Um, and that's the use of distraction uh, as a technique to deal with your stress and anxiety. Now, as a lifestyle medicine provider, one of the things, probably the most common thing I see people turn to, um, not just at Christmas time, but, at, you know, all year long, as far as dealing with stress and anxiety is food. 
Um, food is one of those things that um, provides instant gratification, right? Like I see it, I want it, I eat it, I feel better for just a little while. You don't feel better for the long haul. Um, you either, that, that feeling of uh, euphoria kind of goes away and then you go, well, I'm just, I'm going to eat some more to make me feel better. Um, or you're just going to feel absolutely terrible, you know, later on from that. The other thing we see folks kind of use as a coping strategy is also alcohol, um, which in uh, my opinion, uh, alcohol and families often don't mix. <laughs> That's true. Very true. <laughs> that I'll usually, agree with that, that opinion. usually never makes for a happy holiday. Um, but those two things, you know, we often see folks self-medicating with, um, you know, food and, and alcohol. And there are better, safer, more effective ways uh, to deal with that situational stress um, or that anxiety that's going on. So um, I know, you know, you were one of my teachers uh, many, 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 many years ago. You're welcome. Thank thank you. Merry Christmas. And, uh, you know, one of the things that you taught us was guided imagery. You taught us in class about guided imagery. What what's guided imagery? Guided imagery, uh, we use that a lot of times in talking people through things. And and the example that, that I actually use in class is, we think of stress and anxiety that's on you, and it's just sitting on you. Right, and like an elephant. Yeah. That's right, and, and people describe it that way. So we take this uh, imaginary broom, and what I do is I have people close their eyes and try to try to get all the distractions out of their mind that they can. Yes, I acknowledge that's next to impossible right? Uh, sometimes, but uh, get out as many as you can. And then we talk about the broom itself um, where you're going through and you're starting to sweep away that anxiety, those fears, uh, the stress. And uh, we literally talk you through the body. We start at the head and we you can actually, I've had people tell me they can actually feel the bristles of the broom mm-hmm. brushing against their skin. So I say, well, I hope you use one of those soft brooms uh, if you're going to actually feel <laughs> going to feel it right and not one of those shop brooms right you don't want the very hard ones uh but uh actually go through and you just meditate and you think through that um as you're going through the body and you sweep that stuff away (coughs) pardon me now i know a lot of people say well that's hocus pocus magical thinking stuff and all that uh but the idea of it is that you're actually going through and you're separating that fear slash stress slash anxiety that you, your fear, your stress, and your anxiety is not you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a um, something that has been manufactured by you, by your brain, that you're going through the situation, whatever it is at that time. Um, you know, a lot of times you'll hear the old adage, well, uh, hey, doc, my arm hurts right here when I move it. And the doc says, well, well look, don't, don't move, move it. it. Right. That's right. And so we apply that to some of these things that we're talking about. If uh, going to holiday parties just really gets your anxiety through the ceiling and you can't already breathe when you get there. Hey, uh, maybe it's time you decide not to go to holiday parties. Right. Uh, maybe you need to go to a smaller gathering. Uh, maybe it needs to be a different location and things like that. So as you're going through some of this guided imagery, you're actually thinking about the the stress itself, and you're taking deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mm-hmm. mouth, as many uh, healthcare professionals will tell you. Um, 
and you're letting go of that. And hopefully it's helping you to refocus on what your priorities really need to be. Um, I know one of the things that I've personally been working on uh, here the past several weeks is a, a term they call brain dump, where I've just got so much going through my head right now with anxiety and stress and and things that this is due at school, this is due at work, this is due at home, this is due at church, this is due at wherever, where I go through and just write down everything, get it all out of my head, get it on paper so I can relieve some of that anxiety out of my head and I can take a deep breath and then really decide what is important, what is not important, what I have to do today, what can wait till tomorrow, right. what can wait till next week, or what that if it never gets done, no big deal. Right, it'll be okay. Uh, that's right. Yeah. And that's one of the things that uh, – people have to understand is many of the things we worry about are stuff that are not that important anyway. Um, and, and I'm not talking about your family or your job or your, uh, you know, anything like that. I'm just talking about general day-to-day stuff we worry. Then you throw the holidays in on top of it, man, that can really get confusing mm-hmm. and scary and, and, um, can get bad. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you go through and one of the other, um, I don't want to call, uh, uh, let's call it techniques that I okay. use. Uh, I use it personally, and I've taught it to many people uh, through uh, my years of, of being a nurse, um, is that, hey, you've got so much anxiety, so much stress, and I'm all worked up about this, whatever it is. Then I ask myself, is this going to matter tomorrow? If it's not going to matter tomorrow, why am I all upset, wasting mm-hmm. all of my energy, get, about to pull my hair out of my head, worried about it when it's not really going to matter tomorrow and then but if it matters tomorrow then i ask myself is it going to matter next week right if it doesn't why am i all upset and wasting time and energy on this where i could be directing it to positive things and i'm a glass half full person and i think many people need to think about that especially this time of year remember that you are loved and and everyone is loved Uh, and that's one of the things that many people say well i just nobody loves me well they do uh people do love you you just may not have heard it from them Mm -hmm. in a while but it's okay people do love you everyone is loved by someone Mm -hmm. um i guarantee it and one of the things that you need to think about is you get that stress and stuff off of you think about you can focus back on what you really need to do, the things that are important that must be done today, mm-hmm. uh, and those feelings of love and caring for others. And that's the other thing that a lot of people don't really think about. They get so focused on themselves instead of getting focused on others and the really true meaning of the season. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, that I use um, at, at my church with my life group, Sunday school group, is we use the acronym JOY. And we, we have that stand for Jesus, others, yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you focus on others and get that focus off yourself um, and that glass is half full, positive things, um, you tend to feel better. Yeah. And there's there's you know, there's tons of ways to get involved in your community as well. You know, there could be a soup tons. kitchen you wanted to go um, and work with, you know, if you're kind of stuck uh, without any family around, you know, we see a lot of you know students who live, you know, they're from far away, and right. so they can't, you know, necessarily travel uh, multiple times a year back to their family. Find, you know, a community organization that's doing some yes. kind of project and get get involved with them because yes. it really. I know you're involved with a, a, a few. I'm oh, yeah. involved with a, with a couple, and they're all around the metro area. They're all around the state, mm-hmm. not only just Metro Jackson, uh, but uh, from one end of the state to the mm-hmm. other, and uh, they're easy to find online. You can 
can find mm-hmm. something that's very quick and that's local that you can go help and, and help someone else. And mm-hmm. it will make you feel better. It will. You know, so back to the guided imagery, you know, the one that I use, um, and I will admit, when you first taught me those things as a student, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like this, yeah, he's lost <laughs> his mind. This is not going to work. Um, but it really harkens back to, you know, when we tell folks to try and, you know, close their eyes and go to their happy place, right. you know, wherever that is. Um, be careful when you ask people about that, by the right. way. Well, I usually say, be, I don't want to know where your happy place <laughs> be is. Be prepared for the answer. <laughs> you, you keep it to yourself because right. I don't want to accidentally show up in your happy That's place. Right. So That's right. That's why you say it's your it's happy your place. happy place. That's right. But with any of these type of distraction techniques, you want to be as specific as possible. Sure. So, you know, my I'm going to tell you my happy place. I like the beach, right? Like, that's where I like to go. But if I'm going to, you know, truly try to use this guided imagery technique to kind of de-stress in that moment, then I want to be as specific as Pacific, as Pacific. Well, you said the beach. You know, the beach, the Pacific beach, as specific as possible, like down to, you know, what do I have on? Correct. You know, um, what, you know, what beverage do I have with me? What does the sand feel like on your feet? Right. All of those different types of things. So um, one of those techniques that I use, um, even with younger kids, when they're dealing with a lot of stress and anxiety, maybe around school, is a balloon. Um, and, you know, I ha- tell them, you know, okay, I want you to picture a balloon. And when they say, okay, I'm doing that, I'll say, what shape is the balloon? Is it like a, an oval? Is it a star? Is it a heart? You know, what, what's the shape of the balloon? What's the color of the balloon? What's the color of the string on the balloon? What hand are you holding that balloon in? What kind of shirt do you have on? What kind of pants do you have on? All of those things to really make them paint that picture in their head. And then whatever they're worried about, you know, maybe it's math test or something like that. Write, picture yourself writing that on that balloon. And then now I want you to let that balloon go and watch it float away. And, you know, does their worry actually float away? No, but for that time. They're looking at it different. Right. They're looking at it different and they spent so much time creating that scenario that they didn't continue to spiral with the anxiety right. because that's what happens if with anxiety. If you can get people to refocus on something that's uh, not their issue right that moment, mm-hmm. uh, and those are great. That's a great example of how to do, it, especially working with kids. Mm-hmm. But that, I guarantee you, the same thing would oh, yeah. work with most adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's right. You get them to focus on something else. Um, in the psychiatric mental health world, we we call it refocusing, and we get people to refocus on something. That's positive and something that's not that issue at that time or something that will actually help with the issue or just get rid of it. If it's not going to matter tomorrow, why am I worrying about it today? Put it on that balloon and let it go. Great example. Yep. All right. We'll talk about some more of those techniques to deal with stress and anxiety when we come back from the break. If you want to give us a call now, is actually a great time. Our number is one eight seven seven MPB ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And my email is fit at mpbonline.org. We'll be back after the break.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, and you're listening to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. Here in the studio with me today is Dr. Carl Mangum, psych mental health nurse practitioner and faculty at the UMMC School of Nursing. And we've been talking holiday stress and really just stress and anxiety in general because these tips and techniques that we've been talking about today are relevant regardless of whether the holidays are in play. Um, But it does seem uh, to have an uptick in the number of folks who are dealing with um, mental health issues this time of the year. We do see increases in depression um, around this time of year as well. And we've been talking about um, some of the techniques that we use with our patients or our clients or our family members uh, to deal with um, stress and anxiety. Because as soon as somebody finds out you're a nurse, they're going to ask you all all the things um, and they're going to um, text you pictures of all the things. So, you know, um, I usually wake up to some lovely things on my phone and it's usually, good morning, what is this? <laughs> you know, and they send it to me and I'm like, good morning, I haven't had my coffee, so I'm going to need for you to wait a second um, while I get ready for that. But, you know, we do encourage folks and, and that's why I never mind anybody texting me or, you know, calling me, sending me messages about those things because we want folks to ask for help sure. when, you know, when they feel like there's an issue going on. And so, you know, we talked about guided imagery. We talked about your couple techniques that you like to use. Um, one that I'd like to um, remind folks of, I've talked about it on the show before, is worry journaling. You kind of called brain dump, mm-hmm. um, you know, where you just kind of get all those thoughts, you know, out. Um, for me, I uh, equate anxiety or stressful thoughts almost like um, like a factory. I mean, you get one thought in there and then you get kind of stuck on it and it multiplies you know it just like makes worry babies you know you have one worry and you get another and another and it it seems like there's thousands of them right and they're they're all competing in your head and you you just feel paralyzed and stuck because there are all these worries in your head um so worry journaling can be a way to deal with that because you know 85 percent of the stuff that we worry about never happens of the 15% that does happen, only about 3% is as bad or worse than we thought it was going to be. Or something you could have done something right, about Right, to anyway. prevent it, right? So, um, you know, we spend a whole lot of mental energy on on this worry. So with worry journaling, I mean, you can write down, you can dump out all of those thoughts. You know, just get them out on a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but just what all those things in your head are. If it's something that you can give an actionable item Two, you know, that's a great time to go ahead and add it to that list Um, that comes into the planning for how you deal with these worries. So I'm worried about, you know, getting all the Christmas um, bought for, you know, so here's my plan. Like I'm going to block out, you know, these two hours to, you know, wrap presents, you know, Uh, and then realistically, what's the worst thing that happens if I don't get them wrapped? 
right? Like yeah. the world will not end if That's the presents correct. are not wrapped, right? That's um, my kids will still enjoy whatever it is that they have, mm-hmm. you know, even if I just stick it in a Walmart sack and tie it up, you know. So just like you said, is this going to matter tomorrow? Is this going to matter, you know, two weeks from now? Is this going to matter 20 years from now? Right. And if it doesn't, you know, we've got to kind of kind of let some of those things go and embrace the good enough Right. You know. And that's a that's a great point. A lot of people really strive to have everything just perfect. It's got to be just right. But um, uh, as the older I get, the more I learn that sometimes good enough is good enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't need the extra pressure on me or put it on anyone else to uh, perform or think or give or rap or whatever the case may be uh, to make it any better. It's mm-hmm. good enough. This will mm-hmm. do just fine. And, and, you know, with the kids and with most family members and friends, they're just happy to see you. They're glad you thought of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, uh, what's the old adage? It's the thought that counts. Mm-hmm. And and the older I get, the more true I find that that really is true. And, you know, I mean, that same um, mentality can be applied to your relationship with food. Sure. You know, um, you know I hear folks who... You I know, want come, five cookies. No, let's eat an apple. Right. Or is that does that cookie matter to me? Right. You know, and so I have a lot of folks who, you know, come to me and they're like, so you just don't eat anything bad? Like you don't eat any cake or anything? And I'm like, no, I eat that, you know. Um, but when it matters. That's right. You know, so... We, you know, in next weekend, I'll be going over to my best friend's house um, with her little girl and my kids, and we'll make Christmas cookies. Like, that's what we do. We make the cookies for Santa um, and decorate them. And that it's just a fun time of watching them, you know, make an absolute holy mess everywhere <laughs> with frosting dripping from the ceiling and, you know, cookies that. Um, you know, they think are beautiful. They right. they may not be the most beautiful cookies that you know. If I was going to decorate the cookie, but you know, let it go. Any let grandma them or grandpa it. would love them, right? <laughs> and so, you know, am I going to eat one of those cookies? Absolutely, because it's tied to a memory, right? A memory that I'm making with my children, with my friend's child, with her. Um, and so I'm going to, you know, this time next year, I'm going to remember that cookie, you know, but. You know, if I'm just, you know, walking by the vending machine and I go, you know, I'm going to get me some of those cookies right there. Am I going to remember that tomorrow no. or the next week? I mean, the scale might remind me of it, yeah. you know, it but, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I didn't enjoy it and I didn't, you know, it wasn't something that was poor, important to me. So, you know, pick, you know, use, use that as a gauge, you know, does, am I going to remember this? You know, is this a special meal for me? If it is, eat it and you know, move on from it. Don't punish yourself for that. If it's not, would you be just as happy with, you know, in the long run with something that was a healthier choice for that yeah. situation? I, I agree totally. And how many times do we hear people talk about, well, I'm going to gain 10 pounds this holiday because right. I'm going to eat everything I can. Right. Right. Um, but if you plan for that and you think through it and you apply some of the things we've talked about, does it really matter? Mm-hmm. And if it does, go ahead and partake. Um, as I tell people, it's okay to have a cookie. Don't eat the whole bag. Right, because you, you didn't appreciate that That's whole right. bag. You That's know, right. after a while. You'll regret that. <laughs> yeah, well, after a while, it just tastes sweet. That's you know, right. the same deal with, with chips or crackers. You know, after, you know, a certain amount of those, 
it just tastes salty, you know, and so you're actually not appreciating the the flavor. So would you have been just as satisfied had you gotten a smaller serving size of that and sat down and truly appreciated them instead of sitting in front of the TV and slamming them in your face? Right. right? Um, So, you know, very uh, eating is very closely tied with with stress and anxiety um, as well. One of the other things that I I think probably leads to some increase in stress and anxiety this time of year is the notion of being jolly, right? We have the the song, you know, tis the season to be jolly. And so when we're not jolly, we feel guilty about the fact that we're not jolly. And we often think we're the only person who feels this way. Everybody else is happy because it's holiday time. You know, why am I not happy? And you know what? Just because it's holiday time doesn't mean that you have to be sunshine and roses and, and tinsel all the time. That's you know, right. It's okay. You mentioned um, your mother-in-law passing away on right. Saturday. So I mean, that's going to, you know, the, the shadow of that is, right. is going to be... It will affect Christmas and, right. and weeks beyond that. Right. Um, and it's one of the things that it's okay um, that, that we're able to, you know, if you can be with friends and family... Sometimes that's what's most important, and I will I will venture to say many times that's what's most important. And just being with people that care about you, and 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 sharing that love of the season is really a, the 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 thing with the jolly and just going overboard. And mm-hmm. and you don't have to be that person, even if you are normally that person. It's okay um, that that you're able to express yourself in a different way, and you don't have to be. Uh, let's use the term over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, um, and uh, enjoy the moment. I'm one of those people. Let's let's think about the moment. Let's enjoy the here and now. Um, a lot of people will talk about uh, about for that. It really they they use the term mindfulness uh, these days, and that's one of the things that you really need to think about. Be be fully present in the here and now. What's going on right this minute, and enjoy uh, kind of like when you described the balloon therapy. Mm-hmm. There, uh, every detail that's going on. The if you're outside, or there is it cool breeze hitting right. you in the face, uh, or how you're dressed. Uh, maybe the smell of of a fire in the distance. I when I was driving through uh, Rankin County yesterday afternoon, there was someone had fires mm-hmm. going, and you can smell it, and it was just that moment. Um, uh, one of the things that I use, um, and it's not really a Christmas thing, is in the spring when the dogwoods bloom, mm-hmm. and you're uh, driving by, and you can see them blooming out in the forest, and there's nothing else blooming but those dogwoods, and and just take a moment and enjoy the moment, mm-hmm. and um, you don't have to do that with food or alcohol or drugs. Enjoy the moment because you're in it. Right, right. That is a very useful technique. Um, I use it all the time in lifestyle medicine um, to help folks that are dealing with with, um, anxiety and uh, even panic. Um, It's called the five senses. That's right. It's five senses mindfulness uh, technique. And it's, you know, five things that you can see, four things um, that you can touch, three things that you can uh, hear, two that you can smell, and one that you can taste. And it's another form of distress action but it is regrounding you back in what's going on right now because if you're actively involved in trying to find all of those things you can't help but be present in the situation and Correct. not in your head so you know um you, you mentioned your mother-in-law you know my daughter uh, that died her due date was december 22nd so 
that kind of paints this holiday season as well. And I'll talk about some of the things that we do um, to kind of cope with that and deal with that when we come back from the break. If you want to give us a call, now is the time. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring one 672 7464 You can send me an email at fit at mpbonline.org. We'll be back in just a few. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, and joining me in the studio today has been Dr. Carl Mangum. We're both at UMMC, and Dr. Mangum is a psych mental health nurse practitioner. We've been talking about stress and anxiety and depression and how those are uh, seem to be amplified this time of the year and giving some tips and techniques for dealing with those types of things, but they can be used um, really any time of the year. If you have a question or a comment, uh, we've got a few minutes left. You can get that in at one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. If you don't want to talk on the air, you can always send me an email at fit at mpbonline.org. Before we went on the break, uh, we were talking about um, different ways to deal with um, you know, anxiety or depression and being mindful and being present in the moment. And I mentioned um, that my daughter, who uh, was born a little too soon, or a lot too soon, was um, and and, uh, and is no longer with us. Uh, her due date was December twenty second, and so um, you know that can't help but color the whole holiday season. It's been. Let's see, this is the eighth Christmas uh, since that happened. And of course, like everything, uh, it does get a little less sharp uh, as the years go by, but still always there. You know, when I watch my two um, children tear into their presence and, you know, kind of see the joy on their face, you can't help but kind of wonder what, you know, what she would be doing or or enjoying around this holiday uh, time and i think that probably is true for lots of folks who have you know even if it's not that the loss occurred around the holidays um you know if they're just remembering um you know someone who is gone um but i use that that mindfulness technique for that as well so instead of focusing on what would have been what could have been um focusing on what what is and so truly that joy on my children's face um you know watching them open something and scatter 4752 pieces of legos all across the floor most of which i will step on in the middle of the night you know and uh you know 
the the way that they curl up in your lap and you know fall asleep or the way that they ask for the four thousandth time you know what time does santa come you know all of those different things or um, pick your marshmallows out of your cocoa yeah pick your marshmallows out of your cocoa or you know ask for another cookie you know all of those things you know find the the simple joy uh in those things uh and that it's okay to be sad you know that that doesn't mean that you're you know not not living in the moment um but don't let it kind of drag you down and color that whole uh, holiday season for you there yeah i'm 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 in um you know i do similar things to um my um my um father-in-law died in early december my mother died in early december and now my mother-in-law's died Mm -hmm. in december so uh, it's uh, December's not a good month not for us to, month. to start out with. Uh, but one of the things that, that I do very similar is that, you know, I, I wish the loved one was there. And I think how much they would have enjoyed um, the, the moment. Um, I have eight grandchildren now. and um, One know, girl. I, one girl. That's right. Seven, <laughs> seven boys, boys. One girl. Thank you, Georgia, for, for getting here. Uh, Georgia Dorothy is her name. So shout out to her. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and she's number eight, but um, you know, just thinking how much they would have enjoyed uh, the not only the loved one, but the grandkids would right. have enjoyed. And yes, we wish it could have happened, but it did, and that's not what mm-hmm. was meant to be. But we have those fond memories that we had as uh, younger people, either in as children, back with these these loved ones, and, and we can connect those in ourselves, and and to find out you're the connecting thing. So uh, tell stories, share things, uh, 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 continue to have certain um, things that you do that maybe you did with the loved ones that you now do with your children or grandchildren or the rest of your family. Uh, keep those things alive and going. And, and that's one of the things that I think people don't think enough about. And it keeps everything positive. Um, and that that's really what you're looking for. And you're sharing that love that that lost loved one would have had, whether they were, um, you know, a few days old or 100 years old. Um, it's it's that, that sense of belonging mm-hmm. that's there. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I will admit that's easier to do than say sometimes or it's easier, easier to say, said, than say it than to do, do it. it. I understand that and I acknowledge that um, uh, full force there. Uh, but if you take those moments and just um, – uh, use some of the mindfulness and use some of the stressing, uh, de-stressing techniques and, and things like that. Hopefully you can get yourself in that moment where you can really feel the love and, and appreciate uh, uh, what's going on. Yep. So, you know, we're out of time for today. And one thing that I just want to continue to reiterate is if you feel like you are hopeless like if you are out of options that's right hopeless and helpless are the two things we look at but hopeless is so important if you feel like harming yourself harming someone else you know at the very least go to your nearest emergency room but there are folks out there who want to help you i'm going to give that number out to the national suicide prevention lifeline again that number is 1-800-273-8255 so 273-8255. It is available 24 hours a day, every single day. There are no holiday hours on the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They also have an online chat function as well. So if you're out of cell phone minutes, there's still an option for you to be able to use um, use that. But reach out to someone and ask for help because you are not alone and you are loved. 
Um, we want to wish everyone the very happiest and healthiest of holiday seasons um, as we kind of are in the home stretch of the holiday yep. season. It's yep. right around Merry the corner. Merry Christmas to everyone. That's right. Merry Christmas to everyone. And you know, thank you to you, uh, Dr. Mangum, for being on the show with me as well. Thank you to all our listeners. And if you didn't get a chance to talk with me today, go ahead and give me an email at fit at mpbonline.org. I love to get those. That can be my little Christmas present there. And thank you to our producer, Jay White, as well. Wish him a Merry Christmas. And uh, I'll see you next time on Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit.